Welcome to the Design Your Dream Year podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. It is your host, Allison, back with her official first ever episode as a 40-year-old. Oh my goodness. Yes, I just turned 40 a couple of days ago, and I'm not like in denial that I'm 40, but like I'm more just in denial about how fast time is just flying by. Like, I'm excited to be 40 personally. I don't know about you, but like, my 30s were way better than my 20s, like way better than my 20s. And I am fully confident and I fully intend to make my 40s even better than my 30s. I intend to make it my best decade yet. So you know what, even though it sounds weird to say that I'm 40, I'm more just in awe of how time flies. And I know that it's so cliche of like, time goes by so fast. But it really does. I was thinking like, I remember my 30th birthday like it was yesterday. I flew to New York for my 30th birthday because I wanted to do a fun celebratory trip. I took my sister with me. I had this awesome boudoir photo shoot with this photographer who I'd been following for a long time. And that feels like it just happened. And yet it's already been 10 years. So it's just kind of like this weird reminder of like, let's be truly present. Like let's fully enjoy every single day. I know that also sounds a little corny, but like it's true because the days go by so fast. And if we spend all of this time living for the future or waiting for something, then that day may never come. Or you may realize like, I just spent five years waiting for this thing that I thought I wanted, or I just spent five years or however many years dreaming about being at some destination and I've arrived and I don't feel any different. So anyway, I've been doing a lot of reflecting and I spent a lot of time on my actual birthday doing reflection time and journaling and kind of getting clear on like what lessons have I learned and how have I evolved and what do I want to create moving into this next decade of my life. And part of me is like, you know, I should do an episode that is something like, you know, lessons that I've learned in the last 12 months or my top blank lessons as a 40 year old. And I do intend to create an episode like that because I think that it would be valuable and I did journal on quite a few lessons, but for whatever reason, I was not feeling inspired to do that today. I was feeling inspired to talk about limiting beliefs because limiting beliefs, and I'm doing a little air quotes here, is a term that we see all the time in the um, self-development space, in the spiritual space, the spaces where we talk about things like mindset, manifestation. It's this term that we hear over and over and over again. And I remember when I first 
dove into doing this really deep inner work and really working on my mindset even more. And I started learning about the, you know, limiting beliefs and how we have limiting beliefs that are in our subconscious mind, which we talk about all the time on this show. If you've listened to previous episodes, you've probably heard me say more than once that our reality is created largely by the beliefs that we have in our subconscious mind. In fact, up to 95% of our reality is created by our subconscious beliefs. And so I remember when I started learning all of this and I'm learning about the subconscious mind, a question that I kept asking was like, well, how do I know what my limiting beliefs are? Like if I've got limiting beliefs in my subconscious mind, which is the part of my mind that I'm not aware of, then how the heck am I supposed to be aware of what I'm not aware of? And this is a question that I saw other people asking. And it's a question that I have continued to see people asking about over the years. In fact, I just saw someone ask it today, which is why I actually got inspired to do this episode. And so that's what I want to talk about because it is kind of like this frustrating conundrum But it's so powerful once you learn how to identify your limiting beliefs because then, of course, you can change them. And when you change your limiting beliefs, when you change them on the subconscious level, then your entire reality is going to transform. So what do I even mean by limiting belief? Let's just get clear and on the same page about what I kind of define a limiting belief as. And I like to say that a limiting belief is just a belief that is out of alignment um, or does not support the vision and the desired outcome that you want to manifest. It is a belief that does not serve you or it does not help you when it comes to getting you to where you would like to go. And I also like to think of limiting beliefs as lies that you picked up at some point in your life from an experience that you had, maybe something that you were told as you were growing up, maybe it's something you saw over and over again, maybe it's something that you heard over and over again, your subconscious mind is Uh, like a sponge between the age of zero to seven. So it's actually observing the world around you. And it's, it's being very like paying close attention to the things that you hear over and over and see over and over. And it's taking that in as, okay, this is how the world works and developing beliefs around that. But the problem is, is that we are seeing things and experiencing things and being told things that aren't necessarily helpful. So like if you see your parents, for example, struggling with money, fighting over money, having a hard time with it, working themselves into the ground and still having a hard time to pay the bills, for example, you may take that in subconsciously as money is hard to come by, money is a struggle, we can't afford that. And those type of beliefs will be playing out in your reality today. And so limiting beliefs are these things that we picked up that we weren't even aware of at some point in our life. A limiting belief can also just be an explanation that we created for a significant 
um, event or like a negatively emotionally charged event. Like, you know, if something happens to us that we don't like, we tend to create stories around it of like, well, this happened to me because blank. Like I remember when I started my business and I was, I launched something like years and years and years ago. This was like the very beginning. And I remember it like didn't gain any traction. I put it out to my audience and I was so excited about it. And I was very naive and I pretty much was just like, you know, thinking the whole field of dreams thing of like, when, if I build it, they will come and I put it out and no one came. And, but I created this story around it because I had attached so much of my worth to it. Like I basically was telling myself, you know, when people get in the amount of people who buy this is directly correlated, correlated with my self-worth. And so the story I told myself about that was, well, this happened to me because no one wants what I have to offer. Well, this happened to me because I'm not good enough. And so limiting beliefs are often things that we create to explain why something that we did not like happened to us. And that's a natural part of being human. But unfortunately, a lot of times we come up with explanations that are not serving us at all. So doing the work of like getting clear on, well, what are my limiting beliefs are, is really important because first of all, your beliefs determine what is possible for you. Your beliefs create your reality. Your beliefs determine your perception of the world. They are the lens through which you see and experience everything. Your beliefs are affecting every single decision that you make. Your beliefs are affecting how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Like if I choose to believe disempowering things, then I'm going to feel like crap. Your beliefs affect what your subconscious mind shows you. We've talked about this before on the show of like your subconscious mind is so powerful that the beliefs you have within your subconscious mind directly influence what your subconscious mind shows you in your reality. It distorts things, it deletes things, it generalizes according to what you believe because it wants you to, to experience a reality where your reality is matching your inner beliefs. But it doesn't care if those inner beliefs are good or bad for you. It just wants them to match what you believe affects what you think, which affects what you feel, which affect what actions you take, which affect your outcome. And this is just so true. Like, for example, let's say that you genuinely desire to start a business and you believe that your success is inevitable and you also believe that you have everything it takes. Well, let's say there's someone else who also wants to start a business, but they don't believe that their success is inevitable and they're not really sure they have what it takes. The way that you show up versus the other person is going to be completely different. 
If you believe your success is inevitable, if you believe that you have what it takes, then you are going to do and take the necessary actions to get to where you want to go because you are driven by those beliefs versus the person who may want to start a business, but they don't believe that their success is inevitable. They don't believe they have what it takes. They're going to have a really hard time showing up and doing the things that they need to do to get to where they want to go. Because I don't know, like if I don't believe that my success is inevitable and I don't have what it takes, why even bother showing up in the first place? Right? So the beliefs are the basis for our entire reality and the entire reality that we end up creating. Speaking of going into my 40s, I swear that I always hear people say things like, it's all downhill from here. And I'm always just thinking to myself, well, yeah, if you believe things are going to be downhill from here, then they're probably going to be downhill from here. But that is not a belief that I want playing in my reality. Instead, I'm choosing to believe that things are only going to get better. I am like a fun bottle of wine. I get better with age. In fact, Every year is going to be better than the last. I am coming into my own even more. I am getting more vibrant. I'm getting more healthy the older that I get. And so our beliefs really are so important. And in order to manifest the things that we want in our life, whatever that looks like for you, whatever your vision of your ideal dream life looks like, you have got to drop any belief that is out of alignment with that vision. And you have got to choose new beliefs that support what you intend to create. So going back to the conundrum, well, how the heck do I know what my limiting beliefs are? So you heard me say earlier that about 95% of your reality is created by your subconscious beliefs and that your reality will always be matched with your subconscious beliefs, even if you're not consciously aware of them. So with that in mind, that is the first hint of how you can begin to identify your limiting beliefs because your subconscious beliefs are always being projected outward into your reality and they can be found in your life experience. I'm talking about they're in your daily interactions, they are in your relationships, they are behind what triggers you, they are behind how you feel about something, they are behind reoccurring patterns. And so really our job is to start becoming aware of and noticing these things. So here are some of my favorite ways to get clear on what my limiting beliefs are. Number one, noticing when I'm triggered. We'll get back to the episode in just a minute, but I wanted to take a second to share my absolute favorite secret weapon for manifestation, which is listening to subliminal audios daily because they are the key to effortless success when it comes to manifesting what I want. And the best part is they require basically no effort while delivering maximum impact. 
Subliminal messages are simply any stimuli that are below a person's conscious perception and are only perceived by the subconscious mind. Subliminal audios work by embedding positive affirmations oh so quietly underneath soothing music so that as you listen, all you consciously hear is the music when in reality, tons of empowering affirmations are directly influencing your subconscious mind, rewiring neural pathways, reprogramming your beliefs, and seriously amplifying your manifestation abilities. Backed by science and countless research studies, Subliminal audios seriously fast-track your manifestation results by getting your subconscious mind on board with your goals and desires. You can use them to manifest better health, career success, more abundance, the perfect partner, literally anything. Easily download them to your phone, pop in your earbuds, and just listen to the music as you go about your day doing whatever the heck you want working, cooking, petting your cat. You can even listen to them while you sleep, which is my personal favorite. I even created a nine-hour subliminal set to white noise that I use every single night. To grab your subliminal audios, just go to my website, designyourdreamyear.com forward slash subliminals, or I will just stick a link below for you in the show notes. We're all probably familiar with the term triggered. It's when for some unexplainable reason, someone says something or you see something that shouldn't necessarily cause a reaction in you, but it's like you have this automatic response that seems a little exaggerated. Maybe you get really angry all of a sudden, or maybe you just feel super guilty, or maybe you're just overcome with sadness and you're like, what is wrong with me? Like the thing that I just saw isn't even a big deal or the thing that someone said isn't even a big deal. Like someone makes an innocent comment and you find yourself automatically angry for no apparent reason that is getting triggered and triggering getting triggered is a giant flag being like, Hey, Hey, there is a subconscious limiting belief right here. So for example, the past year living with my husband <laughs> has been great, but after living alone for 10 years, it has been a big adjustment living with someone and spending so much time with someone and our closest relationships, both romantic, friendships, whatever, they are our greatest teachers and greatest sources for like where we need to grow and the parts of ourselves that need to heal. So over the last year, as an example of getting triggered, I would notice this sort of reoccurring thing where when my husband would say anything, um, in, in the lines of like, um, being critical at all or any sort of criticism, I would get super triggered and I realized after doing some reflection on this, it's not what he said. It is the belief that I had hidden underneath, which was, I'm not good enough. Somewhere along my childhood, I picked up the belief that I wasn't good enough. So anytime that my husband would say anything, even in the nicest way possible, of any sort of criticism, I would get so triggered and upset 
and defensive. And it's not because what he said, it is the belief that was underlying that. And so this is number one, <laughs> number one way to start identifying your limiting beliefs is to start paying attention to when you get triggered. Don't just steamroll and, you know, oh, I'm so triggered and that you forget to like pause for a second and be like, what's behind this? Get really curious, like start asking, why am I so triggered? What must I believe about myself or about this person that is making me feel this way? Another thing is to pay attention to how you feel throughout the day. So an easy way to start getting clear on your limiting beliefs is to notice when you start to feel a negative emotion, when you are maybe thinking about a certain area of your life. So like if you are, for instance, thinking about money, maybe you're thinking about your bank account and you're noticing a quote unquote negative emotion popping up, maybe you're starting to feel really anxious well, that's a little flag of like, there is some limiting belief behind that negative emotion. So asking, you know, what must I believe about money to be feeling this way? Or maybe, oh, I, <laughs> did you hear that? That's my cat, Mr. Purry. Hopefully, hopefully you could hear that. He had a lot to say about what I just said. Um, anyway, or like if you think about an area of your life, maybe you're looking over your life and when it comes to relationships, you just sort of feel, maybe you feel doubtful. Like maybe you would like to have a relationship, but you instantly feel doubt. Well, that is a little flag being like, hey, there's a limiting belief here. And again, you know, asking yourself, well, what must I believe to be true? in order to feel this way. Like I remember back a couple years ago in my business when I was sort of in this transitional period of teaching business and kind of, you know, transferring to like what I'm doing now, I had this belief that I wasn't worthy to teach what I'm teaching today. Because any time that I would think about what I wanted to do in my business, I would get like initially very excited and feel very inspired, but it would almost immediately be overshadowed by feelings of anxiety, of feelings of almost like a queasiness to my stomach. And so those were like little red flags and I ignored them for a while but then when I really started to pay attention and I asked myself, well, what must I believe to be true in order to be feeling this way when I'm thinking about what I want to do in my business? And I realized that I held the belief that I was not worthy to talk about things like mindset and manifestation. My ego was being like, you know what? You need to have the picture perfect, perfect life in every single area before you can talk about this at all. That was the story that my ego was creating. That was the belief that I had picked up that definitely wasn't serving me. Another way to identify limiting beliefs is 
to look at reoccurring patterns in your life. This is one of the most, um, I don't, I can't think of the word, but this is a very common way that your subconscious mind is trying to get you to pay attention. It's trying to get you to notice something so that if you would like, you can change it. So is there a pattern that you find happening again and again and again? Like maybe you keep going from job to job and every job that you you get, maybe you have a horrible boss or maybe you would love to be in a relationship, but you find that even though you have good intentions, you keep ending up with the same toxic type of person. Or maybe you have the goal to have a certain amount of money in your savings account, but yet every single month, it's like you can't help yourself and you just blow all of your money, even on like things that you don't need, or maybe you give it all away. Whatever the reoccurring pattern is, there is a belief underlying that. And so you want to start to notice, well, what are my patterns and what must I believe to be true in order to have this pattern? Like with the money example, you might be thinking initially, because I know like when I started doing money work, I never had the, I never had the thing of like blowing all my money um, every month, but I had many other <laughs> limiting beliefs uh, to work through around money. But I digress. I just wanted to use that as an example. But like going back to that example, well, what, what could be one possible belief that you have if you are you are blowing all your money, even though you really want to save. Well, maybe you don't believe it's safe to have money. Maybe you saw your parents break up over money and it was really nasty. Um, and they got into this like war of like trying to up each other of like getting the most money out of it. Or maybe you have a belief that rich people are greedy. I mean, that's a message we hear over and over again in society through television and movies. I know that I saw so many movies growing up where the villain was always the rich person or, you know, maybe the relationship example, if you were to really get to the heart of like, well, what must I believe in order to keep attracting the same kind of toxic person? Well, maybe the belief is that you don't deserve a better relationship, that you don't deserve love. Now, of course you do. But at some point in your life, whether it was during your childhood from something you saw or experienced or heard over and over again, your subconscious picked up that belief that is now playing out in your reality without you necessarily wanting it to. So I have shared before several times on this podcast, so sorry if this is like a broken record moment if you've listened to other episodes and you've heard this story, but it's a prime example. An example that I have in my own life with patterns is shortly after my ex-boyfriend, who we dated for almost seven years, he dumped me in the spring of 2021. And I very quickly, upon doing reflection, you know, of why that happened and what led us here and all of this, I realized I had a reoccurring pattern in my life, in my relationships of pushing people away. 
whether it was pushing friends away, whether it was always, you know, discluding myself. Is that a word? Unincluding myself. Like I would get invited to group gatherings and then not show up. Um, and then in my relationship, of course, I was always pushing him away and keeping myself super busy and not making time for him and doing all of these things. But the pattern was the same across the relationships, across the years of pushing people away. And upon reflection, I realized that was because I had the belief that it was not safe to love someone. And that stemmed from my experience of my mom passing away when I was 15. She passed away very suddenly. And so that's an example of how we tend to, during a very emotionally charged event, we will create this story of what it means in order to protect ourselves. And again, a lot of times it's not conscious, it's unconscious. So I wasn't even aware that I had that belief, but I did. And so when I was able to identify and recognize it, I was then able to choose a new belief. And don't worry if you can't pinpoint the exact moment that this belief came to be in your world. Like if you can do a little reflection of like, well, maybe when was the first time I decided to believe this? Where did this belief come from? Is it something I decided? Is it something that someone told me? Like definitely do a little reflection. I think that can be really eye-opening and also just very, very interesting but like, if you can't really identify where the belief came from, it's not a huge deal. <laughs> like, don't freak out about it. The important thing is that you are gaining awareness around what your limiting beliefs are, regardless of whether you know their origin or not. But once you are aware of them, you can then choose to let them go. And it really can be that easy. It is simple as hey, this is a limiting belief I had. It maybe served me for a little bit at some point and I am ready to let it go. After my breakup and I recognized the patterns that I kept seeing and I recognized the belief that was behind it, as soon as I recognized that belief, I was like, well, I don't want that. Like, I don't believe that to be true. Like, that is not the story I want playing out in my life. And I chose right then and there to throw that belief in the trash. And I started repeating to myself day in and day out that it is safe for me to be in a loving relationship. It is safe for me to be close to people. And I started to embody that and I started to show up in my relationships with that belief. So hopefully this has been a little helpful for you. I know that it has been a wild journey for myself over the years. And the thing is, is that you're always going to keep finding new and new and new limiting beliefs. Like it's not just a one and done. It's not a, oh, I'm going to find my 20 limiting beliefs and I'm done for life. Like it's an ever, you know, it's, it's an ever evolving process because we're always evolving. We're always growing. We're always changing beliefs that we have right now that we may consider empowering. And maybe they are very empowering for us right now may not be 
empowering for us in five years. And so they will then become a belief that we need to change. So this is an ongoing process. So to recap, I'm not going to talk about why your beliefs are so important because you probably get them by now. But if you would like to start becoming aware of what your limiting beliefs are so that you can change them, start paying attention to your life. Start paying attention to the patterns and asking, well, what must I believe in order for this pattern to be occurring? Start paying attention every time that you get triggered and ask yourself, well, what must I believe in order to feel this way? And start paying attention to those times where you're thinking of an area of your life. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a job that you have. Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's something when it comes to your health, or maybe it's something when it comes to your lifestyle, or maybe it's just something teeny tiny and specific in your day. But when you start to feel a negative emotion as you think about it, that is like your little alarm bell going off saying, Hey, there's a limiting belief in here that's making me feel like crap. Let's identify it and change it. (laughs) And it's going to be a voice that sounds just like that. Okay, not really, but it really isn't complicated. It's, it gets, the, the more you start to pay attention, the easier that it gets. And when I started doing this, it was like I was uncovering belief after belief after belief, and it is now years later, and I'm still to this day, like pretty much every single week, uncovering new limiting beliefs. So... That, my friend, is it for today. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope that you will start to pay attention to those patterns, pay attention to those moments where you are triggered, pay attention to those times where you're thinking of something in your life and then you're noticing you're feeling like crap, like asking yourself, what must I believe about this? And then simply choosing a new belief. And when you say that new belief over and over and over again, when you start to think it over and over and over again, eventually it is going to become a natural core belief that you believe on autopilot. It's going to become ingrained in your subconscious mind. And then it's going to start playing out in your reality, which is so freaking incredible. And there you have it. That is it for today. If you enjoyed this episode or you found it helpful, or if you know someone that might find it helpful, please share it. You could share it on your social media. You could share it on your Instagram stories. If you have a business, you could share it with your email list. If you have a friend who you know needs to hear something like this, or maybe a family member, whoever, share it with them because the more people that we have stepping into their fullest potential and creating empowering positive beliefs for themselves, the better that this world is going to get. Again, thank you for listening. And remember, every day you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You are a freaking powerful creator, so get out there and live your best dadgum life, and I will see you in the next episode.